This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. I had a buddy over last week and uh, we were just talking about nonsense watching the Oiler game. And he mentioned that he had read something about gas stoves being really bad for kids specifically because they constantly leak a little methane. And I was like, yeah, okay, only bad stoves. <laughs> okay. But I'm in the process of uh, replacing mine. And so this is, I think, why he brought up the stat. Anyway, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. I wasn't going to let it change my decision uh, until an article just popped up today, and it sounds like it's pretty legit. Yeah, it's reiterating what your friend told you. In fact, many scientists who have been conducting these studies have been so stunned by the results that they're ripping out their own gas stoves out of their homes, despite the cost. It's bad for the earth. It can harm your kids' lungs. There was an environmental science professor at Stanford University They're constantly leaking a little methane, even when turned off. They'll pollute your household air with nitrogen oxides and other dangerous gases, which can damage lungs, especially young kids' lungs. Mm -hmm. Another scientist, her name's Tara, at the University of Saskatchewan, she's a chemist. She and her colleagues took some air readings of homes that use gas stoves, and they were shocked by the high amount of nitrous oxide in the air after cooking sessions the toxins didn't recede for several hours after and i would imagine the smaller the home the more significant this is right for sure yes if you were in like a smaller condo and you had a gas stove that you'd need to air it out almost so the levels exceeded health canada guidelines for one hour exposure and the fumes like for sure lasted longer than that so just something to be aware of Mm -hmm. if you have been looking at gas stoves because don't get me wrong. They look so nice. When they cook better. I really like cooking on gas. Well, and that's what people are saying. Because if you're a chef or you enjoy cooking, right. odds are you're going to be leaning towards the gas stove. But studies have linked gas cooking to increased lung issues in children. Well, uh. I, mean, I mean anyone, including adults. Like if you have chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, the gas stove is not doing you any oh, favors. No. Play 107. Rotisserie chicken's... Honestly, seem like too good of a deal. What, 10 bucks most places? Okay. 11? I got made fun of for talking about rotisserie chickens on our show, saying that they were like $9. My girlfriend said she went to work and like all of her coworkers were making fun of me. They're like, Lisa's never, obviously never bought a chicken. They're 13 I was like, sue me. Well, so apparently they're $13. Uh, some places. I don't know. Like Costco, I think they're 11 Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you buy an actual chicken, like I, I actually cooked one last week, and the sticker said 15 I feel like I got it on a deal, like the buy one, the second one's free or something. That's why I would have paid that much for a chicken. Right. But it was surprising to me that, like, the inconvenience of cooking the chicken, and, like, I put it on my smoker. I'm using at least $4 in pellets. Yeah. Plus the electricity to run the smoker. Like... That's a $20 chicken by the time all is said and done. Mm-hmm. And that's a couple hours of work. <laughs> yeah. So why why would anybody? I mean, I, they taste far superior, in my opinion, when I pull them off the smoker. Yeah, but I've never been disappointed in a rotisserie chicken. Sure. You have an, the answer as to why they are a little bit cheaper, though, right? Yeah. So the reason that they're cheap and more popular is um, especially because... There's the additional cost of the spices, Mm -hmm. the packaging, the labor, the energy for such a convenient meal. 
Um, Lots of Canadian chains didn't want to comment on the pricing strategies. However, there's a smaller grocery chain based in Ontario that agreed to share a little inside information. It may look like you're paying less for the cooked bird, but you're actually usually getting a smaller chicken. So raw birds in the cooler section usually weigh between 1.6 and 1.8 kilograms, um, while chickens that are rotisserie spit are 1.2. They need to Mm. all be the same size to cook evenly. Oh, so they get all the small ones. Yes, so they take all of the smaller ones, and those are the ones that they roast. It's actually true, now that I think about it, because when I make a chicken, I feel like it could feed, like... A family of four. When I get a rotisserie chicken, I eat it for lunch. Yeah, you're like, wait, this is I ate this over the sink. <laughs> I'll never forget that one tweet from that woman. That's like, this woman just complimented my lip gloss, and I don't know how to tell her I was just eating my rotisserie chicken alone in my car before this. There's an apocalypse preparedness and survival school in Edmonton. Is it a joke though? Like, no, it's funny? no, no, no. Like, it's legit. And when I first read it, I was like. Lame. That's what I first thought. <laughs> okay, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, are they actually teaching you like how to kill zombies and That's stuff? That's what I was wondering. I was like, is this some sort of like zombie land, Walking Dead, no nope. fun thing? But then I read about it and I was like, oh, I'd actually love to take that course. So there's uh, two instructors. They cover everything from how to build fires to read compasses, building shelters, first aid. Uh, they also how how to best survive during a nuclear attack. Oh wow! Like they have. Some very Dude, I would useful be information so potentially. I wouldn't know how to do anything. Like if you were to tell me right now that something was going to shake down, I would just get under the desk and just stay there. You think the desk would protect you from no, something? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's the problem here. Okay, well maybe you should get signed up for this: the Apocalypse Preparedness and Survival School. Cool. First time through, we got John on the phone, who is caller seven. Are you ready to rip, John? Yes, sir. All right, we're going to break the contest down for you real quick first, and then it's all you. So you'll choose a teammate, either Lisa or myself. We'll leave the room. Then we're going to give you five words. You just hit us with the first word that comes to mind. It could be an opposite or maybe a continuation of the word. Uh, Just do your best to pick probably the most common answer, and then your teammate will come back in and try to do the same. For every question that you guys have that's the same, it's 25 bucks. If you get all five, it's 1000 okay? Sounds great, yeah. Who would you like to be your teammate? Let's play with Ryder. All right. Get out of here. Whew. Okay, we just got to wait for him to officially be completely out of the room. Okay. Okay. John, what is the first word that comes to your mind when I say swipe? Right. Elephant. Trunk. Sting. B. Fresh. Breath. And the last word, John, what's the first word that comes to your mind when I say sheet? S H E E T. Sheet. Bad. Love it. Okay. Come on in, Ryder. You did so good, John. He was so quick, <laughs> Ryder. You know how sometimes, like, People seem to get nervous and they lull a little bit before they say a word. And then overthink it. They overthink it. Yeah. John was very good. So here's hoping that John is our first ever winner of $1,000 with the 1K wordplay. Let's start with something that I think is pretty easy. What's the first word that comes to your mind, Ryder, when I say sting? B. That is correct. 
So John has 25 bucks. Let's keep that going. I was thinking about ring as well. That was the other word. Sting ring? What? Ring sting. What is that? (laughs) That's when you eat spicy food. Anyway. Oh, I've never experienced that. (laughs) I think you need to call your doctor. Okay, (laughs) Ryder, what is the first word that comes to your mind when I say sheet? Bed? That is correct. (laughs) 50 bucks. Let's keep that rolling. What's the first word that comes to your mind when I say swipe? Card. John was thinking about Tinder. He said swipe right. That's okay. John, you still have a chance to win um, some money. You still have a chance to win 100 bucks if you get the next two right. Ryder, what's what's the first word that comes to your mind when I say fresh? Sheets, which is weird because yeah, know, that's that's not it. It's breath. Oh, John man. was still thinking about Tinder <laughs> <laughs> and his checklist before yeah. going and meeting a date. Okay, okay, it's all good. We still got fifty bucks in your pocket. Let's make it seventy-five. Ryder, what's the first word that comes to your mind when I say elephant? Trunk. That's correct. All right, seventy-five. Wow. That's respectable. Seventy-five is pretty good. Wow, that's great. All right, man. Uh, enjoy the money, okay? Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for playing, playing, John. Next chance to play is tomorrow morning. Same bat time. Same yep. bat place. We have a concert announcement coming up at 8 a.m. and then tickets to give away immediately after. Really easy contest today if you're a good speller. <laughs> play 107. It's Ryder and Lisa. We... <laughs> I got way too excited for this Maroon 5 business. I'm so excited. Uh, They're coming August 5th. Yep. To Rogers Place. Tickets are on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com and Ticketmaster. But we have your tickets all week. We're doing a uh, spelling contest today. Okay, so the phone lines have been blocked. We're going to unblock them right now. And here's the deal. If you hear the phone ringing, there's a pretty good chance we're going to be answering it, right? Mm -hmm. You're just next in line or whatever. Okay. At that point, make sure your radio is turned down in the background or else we're going to get all kinds of crazy feedback. We wanted to go live with this to make it fair to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And no swearing, please. So Uh, the first person that gets to the fifth color, which will be maroon, can spell all of... (laughs) We're calling this contest Maroons 5? Yes. If you can spell all the colors leading up to that, the Mm -hmm. first four before it... If you get one wrong, uh, you're off and we'll take the next caller. Yeah, we're going to just hang up on you too. It's going to be ruthless. Just kidding. First contestant, who's this? Hi, it's Rudy. All right, you ready to go? I'm going to try. Spell the word crimson. That is a pink and reddish color. <laughs> C-R-I-M-S-O-N. That is correct. Good start. Oh. Real tough. Real Ooh. tough. That was tough. Word number two, magenta. And fun fact about Magenta, it's Blue's best friend's name on Blue's Clues, I think. Uh, I probably just made that up. All right, all right. (laughs) Okay. uh, M A G E N T A. Correct. That is correct. Well done. Wow. You're ripping. All okay, right. We're two down. You got three to go. We need you to get spelling quicker, though, so we know you're not Googling, okay? Ooh, touche. Oh, I'm not Googling. Don't worry about that. All right. All right. Rudy. Fuchsia. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> this is funny because I, I wear fuchsia almost every day. 
Okay. Uh, no Googling. Uh, F-U-S-I-A. That is incorrect. Rudy, oh. come on. And I can't even tell you what it is because we got to go to the next caller. Bye, Rudy. Bye. I thought he might do it. You know what? He was great. Who are we speaking with? Kyle. All right, Kyle. How do you spell fuchsia? That's the third word. If you spell the fifth one right, which is maroon, maroon's five, uh, you're going to win the tickets. How do you spell fuchsia? Fuchsia. F-U-S-C-H-I-A. That is incorrect. No. Are you serious? Yep. No. Well, we can't even, we can't correct him because the next person exactly. is going to guess it. Yeah. Good. All right. Thank you. Good effort, right. Kyle. Oh, I, now I see what you mean. I just Googled it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. All okay. right. Caller three. What do you got? How do you spell fuchsia? F-U-C-H-S-I-A. C-H-S-I-A. That is correct. Ooh, what's your name? James. All right. Two more words to go here. No cheating. <laughs> The fifth word is maroon, by the way. Maroon's five. Yep, but you got one more to go. No Googling. You got to start spelling it immediately after we say it. Turquoise. Turquoise. T-U-R-Q-U-O-I-S-E. That is correct. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's do this. How do you spell maroon? M-A-R-O-O-N. Yay! (laughs) You've got the tickets. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, speaking... When did we record this? I think it was like seven years ago. Yeah, long time. It was about when I got my new phone number when I moved to town. So I think like eight eight years years ago because I kept my old one for as long as possible for a couple of years. But wow. uh, And it was about getting the number five, eight, seven. We'll get to some of our favorite parts of that rap song. I'm not going to play it all for you. No, Uh, but there is a new Alberta area code that they've just announced now i think this is really important to put that out there for people to be aware of because as soon as somebody texts me and it's a number i don't recognize with a weird area code or mm-hmm. they try and call me i don't answer it right i'm like oh it's a scammer like what's this area code but no it will be people in the edmonton and area i wonder if like our province fought for a cooler number than we got what did we end up getting three six eight is the new one i don't mind three six eight Rolls off the tongue pretty good. But, like, couldn't they come up with, like, go after 999 or, like, 997 for Gretzky, then McDavid? Oh, my gosh. That's brilliant. Right? This is why we need you in these meetings. Yeah, I would would make a big stink in there. Yeah, but then you'd fall asleep within five minutes because you'd get so bored. (laughs) I'm bad at meetings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. Here's a little uh, little bit of a rap track that we did. Should we do some of your verse, Lisa? Okay, sure. Okay, here's some of Lisa's verse in my (laughs) rap song called 587. Hugging my racer and strutting the halls. Star 69 and all the boys when they call. Boy, I don't know you. Why you ringing my phone? You're not in my faith five, so leave me alone. You should know I ain't no average hoe. I pay for my minutes as I go. go. The questions don't stop. Cause 587 was the number rider guy. You last if you're from out of town a lot. Cause 587 was the number rider guy. Fire track, right? Yeah. Uh, I have a little bit of my verse as well. You thought I was sounding intoxicated in it, but... A little bit, but I don't think you were. It was like 7 a.m. when we recorded yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But you no, never I, know. I might have been. It was eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. We, we were, all grow up. We all grow up. The first line, I, I really like in it. I say that, uh, that my phone has more bars than White Ave, and I just thought that was really catchy. But Definitely. you can't understand it because I sound drunk. Yep. 
Now, what's the new area code you said? Uh, I believe it is 368. Okay, interesting. Uh, Jeanette just wrote in saying there's a new area code 825 for Shaw. What? There's too many. I can't keep up. Yeah, I'm never going to answer the phone again. Never. Never would anyway, but... (laughs) um... (laughs) What's this this area code? I don't recognize it. That's your mom. (laughs) We need your help with something. Lisa did something this weekend. She thought it was lovely. I kind of disagree, so we want you to tell us if you think it's a beauty move or a Rudy move. (laughs) Did you just come up with that? Yeah, beauty or rude. Yeah. Beauty or Rudy. What are your thoughts on this? So it was Chad Cook. He spins every Friday on our station from 6 to 8 p.m. He's the kindest human. He would do anything for us. So it was his birthday party on Saturday night, and he was going out to JT's pub. I had to be in St. Albert for one of my girlfriend's birthdays, but I was like, I can't not stop in because Chad Cook would do anything for me. Well, yeah, He's he would be the first people. one to show up at your birthday party, yep. even if he couldn't make it for the rest of the night. Like he'd Because if he's DJing that night, he'd still make a point to, to pop in. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I have to make an appearance. I rolled into the bar that he was having his party at at like... I want to say it was like 10.30 p.m. I handed him a, a drink mm-hmm. and said happy birthday. And then as soon as his back turned to me, I left. Beauty move? Rudy. Or, because he did text me an hour later. He's like, where are you? And I was like, oh, I had to leave. Like It was late. I had to work the next day. Like I was live on location. Mm-hmm. So that's also a good excuse. Sure. But is it still rude or was it nice of me to at least stop in? I have heard people make the argument that smoke bombing is the most polite way to leave a party because you're not putting other people in a weird zone of like, oh, it, should I leave? Or like interrupting conversations to be like, oh, well, let me say goodbye to you. And it's just for the flow of a party. Yes. Smoke bombing is. And I I read an article on it and I actually thought there were some valid points there. But do you think it was rude that I didn't give him even like. Yes. The that, ch- to, like to just say, here's a drink. I actually just wanted to stop in and say happy birthday, but I got to go. You needed to give him at least 10 or 15 minutes. Mm, no, I didn't. I know. Zero minutes is not enough minutes. Okay. Here's what you should have done. Get him a drink and say, I put 20 bucks in this VLT beside mine. Let's go spin. Oh, I should have given him some of my time. And then you just get some one-on-one time. How was the party? He could have told you about my daughter spinning the earlier house party portion of his Because you went to the pre-drink thing. I think it's Rudy. Okay, so majority of the people on the text line so far are saying rude move. You should Mm -hmm. have at least stayed long enough to tell him you couldn't stay. I literally handed him a drink and had one foot out the door within 30 (laughs) seconds, you guys. And so, I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad, but now I'm starting to think maybe he's mad at me. So, have we decided it's official? I think it's official. Rudy move. Rudy move. So, I went to the opening of a new bar, Rally. It's called the Rally Social Club. Yeah, so it's the old billiards. Yeah, yeah. And they had uh, a media and influencer ping pong tournament to kick things off. Yeah, so... So we went there before they opened the doors to the public later on that night. So 
it was really cool. And I love what they've done with the place. Now, I didn't want to sign up to be in the ping pong tournament because I j- that's just not my thing. But you were so excited. Mm-hmm. Well, I-, I lived in Poland for a while and ping pong is huge over there. Okay. And there was a ping pong table in the office of the school that I worked. And like there'd be like two hours a day. My buddy and I would just play ping pong. So, so the new bar has a lot of ping pong tables. Yeah. And I uh, was saying to you on the way over, like, out of any media members I know in Edmonton, there's not many that I'm worried about. (laughs) You're like, I'm going to win this tournament. I I feel like I got a chance at winning it anyway. I did think about the um, one fella that I know quite well, Bill Fortier, who is on CTV. I feel like I mispronounce his last name every time. I feel like it's Fortier. No, it's not. Oh, then I've been saying it wrong for years. And I was like, I, he looks like a good ping pong player. He's married to your old co-host. That's right. Yeah, Brandy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I said, I'm pretty sure Bill <laughs> would probably be some good competition. Walk in. First person you see. He brought his own paddle. <laughs> and I had to play him first and I was eliminated immediately. Like seven minutes after the tournament started, I was sweating and done. You're out for the rest of the after night. After spending all day, like, Stretching. Choosing footwear that I knew I could, like, pivot back and forth good on, useless. Yeah, no, he was acting like he wasn't taking it very seriously. Every time he'd win around and the whole crowd would look at him, he was kind of shrugging like, yeah, it's no big deal. But I know in his head he was like, I am the champion. <laughs> Doing backflips with excitement. Yeah, and he, he did go on to win the whole tournament. So whatever. Congrats, Bill. The Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.